You're listening to Discussions on the Distraction Network. This is a conversation between friends to discuss trending events and the news. We are not experts, and our opinions are not to be taken seriously. While we're here to inform, we will also entertain, and we will make jokes. Yo mama! Everybody gets their self-esteem ruined on Twitter. <laughs> but that woman just had a baby. They should give her some solace. We're not talking about Candace Owens, who also had a baby. But well, I'm recording, so I'm just letting listeners know. <laughs> it was some random-ass woman that had a baby. She looked rough. She like she pushed the baby out of her vagina. <laughs> something like, the size of a melon. Something the size of a lemon. But that's okay. I've watched all my kids be born. I've even watched other people's kids be born. I don't know if I'd be in the room. I just, I, it's something to me to see that thing pop open the size of a cantaloupe. And then knowing that six weeks later, it's back to normal. You know what? I'm, I don't have a chick pregnant. Like, about to deliver my baby, That's so I don't think. know how I feel. What you say? That's what you think. I <laughs> feel effed up, man. You walking around here with a kid. The whole time, who you? I mean, in general, like walking around with a kid you don't know about. Oh yeah, I probably have a child out there I don't know about. Yeah, but I'm saying though, it's like maybe I'll feel different about that. I tried to chase it down though, huh? <laughs> maybe I feel different about that at childbirth. Like, man, I'm gonna see my child be born, but from the horror stories, I don't. I don't hear about it. Like you hear horror story, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. I don't want to see a chick uh, dookie. It's not. <laughs> I don't want to see a chick dookie. Mm, you be in your own bubble too much, man. You got to get out that bubble. Well, look, I really like the I like I really like the fact that I dookie. And then it is fun to see like the first the baby's first actions and reactions and stuff. Yeah, I can it's see a beautiful that. It's yeah. yeah. a beautiful thing. Shout out to women. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Shout out to women. All right, all right. So today we're going to talk about a few things. Um we're going to talk about Seth Rogen versus Ted Cruz, aka fake ass Dracula. We're going to talk about, well, one of us is going to talk about Tom Brady and is he the GOAT? I thought that's going to be an interesting conversation. One of us going to talk about it. I don't know nothing about that. Um, <laughs> student loan forgiveness is going to be the next thing we're talking about. And then if we get down to it, we're going to talk about um, a black positivity moment for the week. Let's start off with Seth versus Ted Cruz. Uh, how much do you know about that? Have you seen it on Twitter? No, but no matter what it is, I'm on Seth Rogen's side. Oh, so I don't know what well, what spawned it is, the things that's been happening over the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, Ted Cruz has been part of the group of people who's been investigated for helping to incite the riot, according to his words in the Senate and how he's been um, spreading the lies. Vampire treachery. Okay, I don't know why you keep saying vampire stuff. Cause he's a Jesus Christ. You don't look at that. That dude doesn't scream fake vampire to you. The way he looks, Ted Cruz. He looks like a fat Mexican. Okay, well I was trying to be like 
you know, make fun of Supernatural. He just puts <laughs> the mix. That's <laughs> all I know. I ain't never seen Supernatural. So you want to reiterate that um, <laughs> we, <laughs> I think it's not to be taken seriously. <laughs> so, um, because of the riots and all that stuff and everything that's been going on after. Um, the insurrection. Yeah. Not right. It was the insurrection by terrorists led by the President of the United States. Um, Orange man treachery. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if it happened today, if it started today, but I was looking on Reddit. And evidently, they got into this big Twitter war where Seth went off. Like, so Ted was saying stuff like, it's not my fault that you back a party that's going to also take all of your money. And then Seth was like, you a bitch. <laughs> that's a great comeback. Like, it, was, it, was, it was that different. He was like, he was like, um, can't, can't beat that. You got blood on your hands. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> that's what Seth was saying. Like, he was going off on him today. And everybody was like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Seth's side. <laughs> First of all, listen, the, the second that a comedian or at least a person who can write jokes got, get, tried to get into a world war with you, just mm-hmm. stop. He's about to win that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he write a whole movie. This is fucking Seth Rogen. Yeah. This is Seth Rogen, too. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bad was his first movie. He was like fourteen, right? No, I remember he was on Freaks and Geeks. I didn't see that show, but I remember like hearing about him starting there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see him. I didn't see him in an actual starring role to Forty Year Old Virgin. But apparently, he was um, he was in the first Anchorman in a small role. You wouldn't know you wouldn't know it was him at the time. Okay, that was the first time we ever seen him was Anchorman. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Your ass. But so, um. I'm on Seth Rogen. I don't know what the fuck Seth Rogen had. I don't know what I don't know what back side Seth Rogen was backing. I don't know the rest of what he said. The second he jumped in there, I was like, Seth Rogen is my champion. Oh yeah, he won that. He he killed it. But I, I saw it today, and I, I was thinking, I was thinking about a lot of other things that's going on. Like, first of all, Ted Cruz and um some other guy named uh, Josh Howley. This one was I think I watched Bill Maher last night. He was talking about he's one of the new assholes. Yeah, have, do you know who that is? No. So that's a lot of totally. pictures on on going about around them after the um, insurrection, the terrorist attacks on excuse me on one six. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of pictures going around when he goes outside and he's walking around giving them the fist, um, the unity fist. Listen, listen, listen. White people raising his fist up. Stops. Well, racist white people, white supremacists. Stop stealing our shit. Yeah. Million MAGA March. Damn, we can't have anything. <laughs> now you doing the fist? Yeah, black power fist, but it was a white man holding it up. God. Faith, cheering the MAGAs on. Man, listen, next time we have a protest or anything, we just going to walk out there yeah. and stand there. So that's Josh Howley. Um, but they're being investigated for what? Ethics. Um, ethics? The, yeah, ethics. Wouldn't that be outright treason? So... That's what the FBI is probably investigating them for. FBI has said they was investigating a bunch of Republicans. Um, so Ted Cruz, Josh Howley, um, this woman, um, Lauren Bobert. I was gonna uh, say Bobert, but yeah, Bobert. I'm, I'm I think it. it's Bobert. Well, I'm so, gonna say Bobert now. <laughs> so they are getting investigated. Um, so Lauren Bobert or Bobert, she's the one that um, she's. She's the one that um, 
So if you paid attention to Twitter, I'm not gonna say her name. When to make fun of it. the terrorist um, was attacking Congress, she was throwing out tweets, basically telling where they were. I thought you were gonna say gang signs. <laughs> She's throwing <laughs> oh, out. So she was like, um, "Oh, the there's people storming into Congress, and we are in the uh, congressional room or whatever." And then later on, when they took him and hit him, she basically. Told them what they were on Twitter. Including oh herself. my God, we're here. I'm here with Speaker Pelosi and the blah 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 on Twitter. Like she so just posted it on Twitter. She was dry snitching. Yeah. So she's getting investigated as well. But she's also the woman that's been campaigning to bring guns on the Congress floor. So that's a rule that no guns, no matter if you're carrying gun holder or not. Um, if you have your concealed weapons permit, yeah. there's no rules that allows you to bring a gun onto Congress floor. Well, would you when there's Secret Service in there? Yeah. Um, so she's well, trying to get that do, happening. Apparently they do their fucking thing. Yeah. And while she's trying to get that happening, like a lot of Democrats are starting to say they don't feel safe in Congress because you got people right there that they know has something to do with the riots. A.K.A. Lauren Bobert also is being investigated because she brought. Um, so what they said was that she had a tour the day before the the terrorist attack. Like a book tour? No. Just a speaking tour? A tour where she took a bunch of people through Congress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they said it was a large oh, number. Oh, I heard of about that part. Yeah, like um, and she said it was her family. But however, um, I said but and however in the same sentence. However, um, <laughs> Wait the only person that was in D.C. on the six was her mama. Wait a minute, one more thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, one more thing. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, um, it's my thing with uh, with them. First, well, Ted Cruz start off the top. I don't get that dude. Like, Trump, Trump literally made fun of your wife, bro. Right. Like, how is he not your enemy forever? Yeah. Because even if you don't actually love your wife not to defend her honor, mm-hmm. I don't want people reminding me that I made a bad life choice. Yeah. Like, pretends, man, your wife ain't shit. She ugly. She can't cook. And she hairy as a motherfucker. I'm like, I know, bro. Like, <laughs> him and Lizzie Graham are the spineless, the most spineless <clears throat> people I've ever seen. Like, yeah, um, they as hard as they went against him when he was not president, and then as soon as he became president, they was swallowing. See, that's why I call him a vampire and not Dracula because <laughs> he's like he looks like a vampire, but he's not like strong enough to be Dracula. Okay, um, I told you what he looked like to me. Well, he, he looked like an asshole. Oh, and, and just last week, somebody brought brought a gun on the Congress floor. Like, like they stopped him. He got caught trying to bring it on the Congress floor. The thing with him and Josh Holly though, and. Um, being taking part in it, it's like they should they not be arrested immediately. I mean, especially if you have like anyone who was backing it should be arrested. Yeah, they got to get investigated. Is there, yeah. like, is there are there any grounds for? Does a senator, does a congressman have to be impeached too? A congressperson have to be impeached? Yeah, they got to be impeached. Okay, well that just should be drawn up almost immediately then. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they go let Congress do their thing first. Let me see. So yeah, that, this stuff is gonna be hanging around for a couple of years. Um, as far as bringing the gun to Congress, I mean, at this point, shit, I may have to let them. No, no, no. If anybody, so you have, all, like you said earlier, you got the you got the Capitol Police, 
You got the Secret Service there. Capitol Police is probably is pretty much fucking down with. They were down with the insurrection. They were insurrectionists. Well, some of them were. Uh, Enough yeah. of them were. It's is the best way to say it. Enough of them were. This is why I don't think I can't be in positions of leadership in this country. Heads will fucking roll. I'm not talking about no medieval like behead you shit. Um, but people got to go down for this. This is kind of like why I couldn't be a cop because heads would roll. Like. I don't have the patience to be telling people to get back or I'm going to shoot you. Like, if a, a thousand people hit, come towards me, <laughs> and me, and I got a gun, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're shooting. Like, um, and if, if if I'm not shooting towards a bunch of um, MAGAs, then why was I shooting at a bunch of Black Lives Matter groups? So. That's true. But my thing is, yeah, people... People have to go to prison for this. That's but this, my is, thing. this is something I be telling people also. Um, yeah, people have to go to prison for this. But what I be telling people also is when you attack, you might as well use the guns. You might as well use everything. Because I mean, it was a life or death situation. If you peacefully protest, they will come out there and beat your ass. Like police, all the peaceful protests Black Men Lives Matter have been doing, yeah. they came out and whooped ass. Right? True, yeah. The guy um, that's, that had the black people with guns marching in Atlanta, hmm. ain't nobody touched down. Well, I, I read it went down. I read an interesting uh, video on this, but yeah, I want to make iterate. Uh, like, I'm not talking about Scott shooting people like he is, but people have to go to prison for this. Yeah, um, well, because for it, this, it, yeah, prison. But I'm saying, and like, it's, but yeah, I understand life of this situation. Believe, if it's life or death, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a self defense. Mm-hmm. But um. I read a video on this. I think it ties to the same thing about fascism. Um, also, I want to think how, talk about how funny it is that the people who are supposed to be against fascism, their rival groups, is name is anti anti fascism. Like that's not irony, but it's funny as hell. Well, um, but they, don't, they just don't know what they're talking about because right. the news made anti anti fascism non popular, right. which means they're making fascism popular, right? But the thing is, I read a video on Pat Fascism. It said the one thing that you have to do with fascism is so that you're as strong or stronger than it, mm-hmm. and the, or at least that party, and it'll go away. They said the reason why that crowd got so big is because there was no counter protesters there. Oh, yeah, you got to fight fascism. Like, you can't yeah. turn your back on, like, if you let it go. Like, that's what they've been doing the whole time. Like, I mean, uh, and prime that's example. That's what they're still trying to do. Prime example is Hitler got so far because nobody fought him early. Well,. Think about it. His early, the early policy on Hitler between France and England was appeasement. He You're talking about very, very, very early. But when he got a, when he tried the march, so he tried something very similar to one six. Um, so the Reichstag. Um, no, that was something else. It was like the night of. Uh, I thought it was a night of something else. I can't remember what it was called. I think that was it. Um, so when he got caught. What they did, the same thing they're doing now. Oh, you're oh about, you like, know what? You're talking about internal power in Germany. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Nobody actually fought him. Yeah, you're so right about he, that. When he tried to take over the first time. He was, oh, yeah. He did it, but he, but he got stopped in immediately. France, though, I think. No, like, you're talking about when he came to power in Germany. Because that, people, they was like, they were shutting him out. And then he stopped when he got to jail, and he, he had a new plan of attack. He didn't really take over Germany. No, 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 before that. So before that, and I think it was France, though. But, um... Before that, he was stopped. They put him on trial, but the judge was like, 
you're a good guy. You, the only thing you want to do was take over. And he gave him, like, a couple of months in jail. Right. Okay. And club, basically a club fed with all his friends that he tried to take over the capital with. Did they have bitches too? Probably. That's <laughs> not, not really a prison. Um, <laughs> so. What I'm talking about is. Then they let him go. So and then basically they let him go and they and by the time they let him go he had more fans than he did when he went in. Right, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, the political policy on him outside of Germany when he was starting to take over shit. Mm-hmm. Instead of like when he took over Poland, I mean part of it it was other countries were still reeling too from World War One. Mm-hmm. But I mean the second he took over Poland was Germany wasn't even supposed to have an army if I remember right. Um, England and France just came down on him, but he just he took over this country. Don't you do that, Hitler. All right, I won't do it again. Takes over another country. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't you do that, Hitler. I won't do it again. Takes over another country. Mm-hmm. It's, again, if you, if, if the second he took he took over Poland, if Germany and France came and they just stuck on him, just, that'd have been it. It's the same thing with um, what happened in um, D.C. Nobody came in. Yeah. And they just kept And, and, and kept right growing. now, they're trying to say, um, we, we need peace. Like, I did vote for Biden, Biden. As you do. But uh, <laughs> this ain't no peace time. This ain't no time to reach across the aisle and forgive and forget. Like, yeah, some this people, is time to, People have to go to jail for this. Yeah. This is time to lock everybody up. This is time to impeach the president, the ex-president of the United States. To, and this is the time to try to lock his ass up because that's just something you don't do. Because if they let it go, it'll be just like Germany. And also, I want to say this, too. She brought the president, and it's a lot of topic. But people have to stop with this whole notion that um, being censured on social media, I know we talked about this, is the same thing as being having your First Amendment rights violated. These are f- Twitter, Facebook, all these other um, social media companies. They're all private businesses. Mm-hmm. They have the right to refuse service to anybody. Right. If he feels that strongly about it, he can take them to court and challenge the terms and conditions. And he'll lose. Because he did the one thing. That the First Amendment does not protect you against. <laughs> you cannot incite a riot. Nope. Not, you so can, even, not even a riot or insurrection. Yeah. Even if he did, even if the government ran Twitter, and then he could say whatever he want to say. Yeah. Even if, ran. As soon as he was inside of that riot, it would be over anyway. Like, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, And the people, same people that say this is the same people that... Took it to the Supreme Court so that they don't have to serve trans people cakes or bake trans people cakes for their weddings and shit. I just baked the damn cake. I couldn't have been a <laughs> partner. I just baked the fucking cake, right. <laughs> So let's take a commercial break and come back and talk about Tom Brady. One of us go talk about this. I'm trying to figure out who. <laughs> And we are back. And apparently, I have to talk about Tom Brady. Yes. Uh, I mean, you you watch football. Yeah, but I don't think he's the GOAT or anything like that. So, is Tom Brady the GOAT? Uh, what what kind of GOAT qualities do you think Tom Brady has? But first of all, that word is overused. That's a That might be the almost over word. I don't well, think so. I don't I know. Think. I don't think it's a term. That's the most over term, over, over term, overused term in sports. GOAT. There's two probable GOATs in basketball. There's only one. Michael Jordan and LeBron Michael James. Jordan, you stopped in. That's it. That's all you had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, football, listen, football is not the same as basketball. I think they can legit be a GOAT in basketball. We all know it's Michael Jordan. 
<laughs> no. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm taking that personally. Uh, um, football. <laughs> there's too many moving parts for uh, football. For uh, there to be actual goat in football. Mm-hmm. If you're talking, okay. If you're talking about overall player, he's not the goat. If you want to say best quarterback of all time, greatest quarterback of all time, he has the he had the strongest argument. I haven't watched football in a long time, but when I was d- watching football, I was always thinking Aaron Rodgers was the go. Aaron Rodgers could do the passes, but, but see that's the thing with football. Tom Brady will have all the goal. Here's the thing with football, and as someone who played football, you, you probably know this too. Football, there are too many specialists in the sport of football. Yeah. Even within the even within positions, there are specialists. Because think about it, if you read a football stat sheet, I said this guy had 100 receiving yards. That's probably a tight end. That's pro- that's the definitely a wide receiver. Or it's mm-hmm. probably a tight end. And you got to tell me how many catches he had. And if he had like one catch or two catches, that might be a running back. That's a running back. Right. Because a running back, he probably broke a long pitch. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, if I said this dude had like three picks, okay, that's probably a cornerback or a safety. Yeah. And even among, even among the positions, they're specialists because – Look at the top. Let's say the top four. The f- the top four wide receivers of all time in my book. No no order. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, um, Terrell Owens, and maybe Chris Carter. Those four men have s- different skill traits. Skill skill traits. Um, that's that was that was your done, wasn't it? Skill traits. Kind of. No mind. No mind. Fuck it. Randy Moss best ball skills. Jerry Rice best route runner. Chris Carter best hands. And I think you can say T.O. probably had the best physical ability. Mm-hmm. He was the most complete receiver out of the, out of the bunch. But like I said, like, there's certain things I'm not going to throw a ball past the Randy Moss on. I'm not going to throw it past Randy Moss within five yards. He's too damn tall for that. Mm-hmm. He's tall and he's not, like, agile enough for that. He has deep speed and he can jump higher than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, I don't think he's... It's like putting LeBron James at receiver. I think he'd fucking kill. <laughs> That's, I'm injured. Like, if LeBron James is playing wide receiver against the team I'm playing against, I'm injuring him before the game starts. <laughs> I mean, still ain't, listen, suspend me for the rest of the season. I'm not trying to take that L. Yeah, he's another T.O. Like, he's built like T.O., right? Uh, I would say if anybody's built like T.O. in the NBA, may have been Wade. Okay. Wade was only an inch taller, and Wade had a more. Wade's his, his build wasn't, he wasn't like, he didn't have an uneven build. But most basketball players don't have an uneven build. Like how some football players, like you look at some football players, like running backs tend to have like really big ass legs mm-hmm. because they're running backs. But um Yo, I saw John Stewart's legs one time. Oh, the Panthers weren't running back? Yes. His I'm talking about calves. His calves were really bigger than my waist at that time. Yeah. Motherfuckers would be like, yeah. Like so. I ain't know, I ain't, I I didn't know they made shit like that. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cartoon, like um, Popeye the Sailor Man's arms on the person's leg. <laughs> Shout out to Popeye, man. I think he was a fool sucker for love, but Popeye mm-hmm. was cool. Um, I, now, so if you asking me if he's the greatest quarterback of ah. all time, I'd say I I I'd say if you, I can't argue against it. Okay, because so, for some reason we 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 review Super Bowl wins as stats for quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it because his teams are always stacked, and his advantage was usually, yeah. especially later on, was he would miss a whole bunch of games. You know like, what? 
anytime that he will miss like three, four, five games in the beginning of the year, he'll go to the Super Bowl and win. Yeah. Like, so. And they also, again, he had a great circumstance. That division for the longest time yeah. seems like it didn't even want yeah. to actually beat the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like you say, he had a great team. People forget how early on, that was a stacked team. Patriots was the only decent team in that whole country, a conference. The, the division. Not division. Yeah. So think about it. That's almost a guaranteed six wins every year. Yeah. Um, also, people people keep forgetting. Tom Brady didn't become quote unquote Brady until he got Randy Moss, Buzz Walker, and Dante Starworth back in '07. Mm-hmm. Like that's when he really started to go off. But that's and then people and then people keep wondering why he doesn't like why like why he always took those pay cuts and all that to make the team better. People forget he drunk the Kool Aid already because mm-hmm. that first three rings he got wasn't really about him. Mm-hmm. That was about everybody else on the team but him. And Hernandez. Aaron. <laughs> he had Hernandez, <laughs> Aaron Hernandez and Gronk at the same time, right? For a second, but I don't think they got a ring together or not, though. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Maybe they did. I don't know. But, yeah, um, I it, again, I don't know. I don't know to call him the GOAT. I don't know. But I, I, I can't really I can't really build that strong of an argument against him with all the rings he has. Right. Only player with six. Um, I do think though we actually are watching the goat right now, the new goat, the next goat, Patrick oh. Mahomes. Okay, I was telling Pat that earlier part of the conversation. Pat was having out mm-hmm. to Pat, and I don't know if you've seen Patrick Mahomes. I was like, bro, nope. I don't. There's no way for me to describe this dude to y'all, outside of maybe saying he has Aaron Rodgers. He has Aaron Rodgers' ability to actually throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, he has Aaron Rodgers' throwing skill. With Brett Favre's ability to throw the ball five miles. Okay. So, right now, Kansas City is up 21 to 9. That makes sense. It is. Also, um, shout out to Tall Bo. It's it's the second quarter right now. That makes Okay. It's only the second quarter. And so, Mahomes plays for Kansas City, right? Yeah. Brady plays for that stacked team down in Tampa, right? Another thing. See? uh, We were talking about about (laughs) Pat. This man went to the team. That only needed a quarterback, despite the fact that they had a quarterback that they was doing uh, going out of their way to actually. It's clear that they didn't want that dude that Jameis Winston anymore. Shout out to Jameis, FSU. Uh, still, still kind of a fan. I didn't like what they did with Willie Taggart though, but still kind of a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he went to a, not another stacked team. Yeah, and I'm not taking that away from him because you know you need teammates in football. Right. But let's not act like this dude. People act like this dude doesn't have help. Right. So, um, it looks like it might be. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady next week. I think go well, two weeks. Let me give you about a bye two week. weeks. Super Bowl Sunday. Now we already know football is more about the team thing. It's team over me, right? Yeah, team over me. Yeah. So Kansas City team versus that stat Florida State team. Tampa Bay. I team. mean Tampa Bay team. Uh, Kansas City. I'm going with them. You going with Kansas City? Okay. Again, like I said. I can't do it. I have no idea. I never. I haven't watched football since Kaepernick I, I played. You. So I can't do. I can't. I, there's no way I can describe this dude how good he is. I haven't seen anyone be this easily good at something at a sport since Michael Jordan. You watch one now, LeBron James. <sighs> Listen, when how, I watched LeBron how James, how old was you when Michael Jordan was like at his prime? A couple years younger than you. So. I didn't carry the one. I was born in two, so that was about 14. I was 14, 15. Listen. So I was 13, 14, and 15, I think. Or 14, 15, and 16. 
LeBron James when is uniquely talented, but he's never. I've never seen this man in a situation where he wouldn't fight for his life. Michael Jordan pretty when much. When did goes, you see Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan fighting for his life? I never have. Michael Jordan was always once he got past his humps as a younger player. It okay, was like so he had the humps as a younger player, right? Yeah, they all do. So did so did LeBron. So he, he did came out. Um, what was 92, 93, and ninety four was the first three. For the, Jordan, yeah, ninety one to ninety three. Ninety one to ninety three. Yeah, the ninety ninety one season, ninety one ninety two, ninety two ninety three. Took a year off, came back through like the last. I think ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight was the last three. Yeah, he only took a year off. Took a year some change off. Oh, cause he didn't. He didn't he come. Came back that year. He, he came back towards it. the end of the season in ninety um that ninety five yeah. season, ninety four ninety five season. So, out of those three seasons, do you remember those seasons? I kind of vaguely remember them. So I I don't remember those seasons. So um, talk about the years he was gone. The two years he was gone. No, I'm talking about the years the last the first three. The first three. The first I remember three. Pete. The first three. I really just remember without thinking back to the last dance. I just remember the titles. And I actually don't even remember right. the second title like that. Okay. So but, I don't so I don't remember those either. I didn't watch basketball that much then. I played basketball. Um yeah, basketball I was more playing, on TV. I was more outside playing the sport than actually yeah. watching it. Yeah. So when I started everybody was liking Jordan already, but I wasn't really watching it. When I started watching basketball, it was basically the Houston Rocket years. Yeah. But I was on Dennis Rodman. Because he, he was for the Spurs, and that's the way I played basketball. I was like a Dennis Rodman who also shot threes, which was very rare for black people <laughs> and where I'm from. Um, so, yeah, country boys are never shooters. I noticed that. Yeah, I'm on. Um, like, one of the unique things about me when I played was I could never play um, organized basketball because I kept getting in trouble. Yeah. But I think um, me in football in middle school, I can not play B team. But when I actually, the first year that I did not get in trouble and was able to play organized basketball was my senior year. <laughs> so when I went out there and I went through practice, um, the coach was like, one of the things coaches was like, yo, nobody has the right to shoot but my cousin. Um, I ain't going to call his name out. He's like, he's the only person that got the right to pull the trigger. And then my cousin raised his hand. He was like, yo, um, that the new guy right there? Like, he's the only one on the team that can beat me. Like, we might have to look at him. So, like, I was – the white boys on the team could shoot, but they couldn't dribble. Like, they have to run around, catch the ball, turn around and shoot, and all of them were short anyway. Yeah, like, Jeff on the six. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could dribble. I could shoot. Um, I could run around without the ball, but I was only six foot. Yeah. And then my cousin was like six two, six three, and we basically was the most agile people on the team. That's but anyway, cute. I got kicked off the team anyway during preseason for body slamming people. Well, as you do, I got, I got, I was. In well, it's crazy how basketball warps your sense of height. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think you're tall as hell till you yeah. step on that basketball court. Like I'm six one, and I'm like, in the world, I'm tall as hell. Yeah, but yeah, you get around a, like a group of basketball players, and like you mm-hmm. feel so short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think yeah. people forget like how tall Allen Iverson is for the world. Mm-hmm. But again, you look at him on a basketball court, man. Like that dude is the tiniest person yeah. out there. Um, I was. Um, but I do remember um, the, the the second three P seasons. I do remember those. Okay. And even so, then, it was like it wasn't say I wouldn't say it looked effortless, but it was like this dude just looked like he's just way better than everybody. He didn't to me. 
Michael Jordan, he was way better than anyone. Uh-uh. He was outscored and won the rounds by Dennis Rodman. Okay. <laughs> you, look like someone a, you look like a player who's score 100 points every game or something. No, but you're not supposed to get outscored by the rebounder. See, that's the thing. See, but that's the difference between basketball and football. Anybody can score in basketball. Like I told you, players Dennis score Rodman actively tried not to score. If I told you uh, some dude had 100 points in a game, you couldn't tell me what position that was. I mean, likely, I know if the best player on the team is the center, it's likely going to be him. For a whole series, Dennis Rodman outscored Michael Jordan. Actually, I think that's not true at all, actually. Nah, it was like three games, though. I had to look that one up because I doubt that's true, much as I watched the Bulls. <laughs> but yeah, just everybody about seemed it. to forget, like, like, but, like but, that series happened. Like, <laughs> Dennis, Did so they win the series, though? The reason why Did Dennis, they win the series? Yeah, on oh. Dennis Rodman. Okay, they and, won the series. What people don't remember, and we 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 done took this way off. We're gonna get back, but um, what, well, people, the also, what people also forget, well, is when they was interviewing people after they was getting their asses beat by the Bulls. Was it wasn't cool. Michael Jordan they was talking about. It wasn't Scottie Pippen they was talking about. Also, it was that damn Dennis Rodman that they the point out, didn't have an answer for. Also, I want to point out that I wasn't the one that took the conversation Nobody here. Nobody had an answer for Dennis Rodman. I, I want to point out that I wasn't the one that took the conversation here. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. I was talking about. You, you said Michael Jordan's the GOAT. I was I'm talking about how. That Michael Jordan didn't do it by himself. I'm talking about how Patrick Mahomes. You had LeBron James run out on the court. Patrick? With me, with you, with Pat, with <laughs> Hayden, <laughs> and <laughs> and damn near beat the best team ever. <laughs> Don't do that shit. Do not do that. Because <laughs> if, if we ran up going, if we ran up on the worst oh NBA team, <laughs> niggas going, that dude driving the past me every play. <laughs> that dude, that dude took some horrible ass players Can to I the cheat? championship and damn near won. That's my question. Can I cheat? Can I play dirty? Because <laughs> well. I got to play straight up, man. Like my my dude got my dude got like at least forty. All right, real quick before we go to break, Kaepernick. You think you go play next year? I don't think so. Once um that uh, tryout happened and mm-hmm. what happened happened, I think that was it. So I think I think this now. Um, so I, I heard that they they have commercials now featuring Kaepernick. For they the have NFL. for long for like a couple of years. I want to reiterate though that I do want him to play again, but I just don't. I'm not I'm not optimistic on it. I doubt they will, um, but I think it's more because of him now. So I think before, well, let me rephrase it like this: I think he's going to get the offer. He's already had it. I think everybody is scared. Everybody was scared of Donald Trump as president, so I think he's going to get the offer, and I think he's going to basically deny it. Which I never understood the NBA's case, NFL's case because even if they look at the antitrust exemptions, there's really nobody else that could actually compete with the NFL anyway. The NFL has always been unique in that a lot of their policies and rules, the way they've like, I mean, they don't really need like other leagues. Like they don't need a salary cap like how baseball needs one. Right. Again, they don't really need anti-exemption. You um, can't get these black people too rich. Who, who's the two? Who's the sports that have salary caps? I know. Um. It's basketball and it's football. But basketball's cap isn't as hard as football. Football is more like, hey, this is the line. Don't move massive, motherfucker. Yeah. But football has a hard cap. Um, and the contract NBA is, has a soft cap with luxury tax if you go past that cap. And NFL's contracts are structured really stupidly. Like, okay, in case of putting the Steelers, right? I'm a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, who, the way he played last year, you can call him an average quarterback, not even above average. 
Right. He's set to make $41 million next year if he comes back. But if he retires or we get rid of him, we're on the hook for only $20 million or $20-something million. Mm-hmm. I'd say only in the loosest terms in that way. And you don't get that in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you make $40 million and I trade you, that team that picked you up, unless there's a case where they, I'm just behind the eight ball and need to get rid of you, they can negotiate where we split that. Mm-hmm. But typically that contract is theirs now. The NBA, like, I don't understand the whole concept of dead money in the NFL. And mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. If the money's guaranteed, well, if you want this guy, you got to pick that up, bro. Right. I'm sorry. Um, the whole salary cap, they don't need one because – they share their t- they share their revenue equally, just about equally, right? Like their TV money. So every team in the league makes money, mm-hmm. a lot of money. So it's not like in baseball where like you know, the only teams that are really 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 rich are those big market teams like the Dodgers, the right. um, Yankees, Boston, what have you. So I don't know. The NFL is weird like that, but I mean they they always said the way to get a the way to get an NFL team is to start out with and what what you call them people that swing bats. Does what now? A baseball team. Baseball, baseball teams are the easy one to get. Yeah, but um, <laughs> Make I, your money I get off that they move over to the NFL teams. But I do say, again. I want him to be on a team. I'm just not optimistic at this point. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna take a contract. I think they're gonna come though. But and I think people are really gonna be sincere about it now because they were just scared before. Yeah, but All right. yeah. Let's talk about this student loan forgiveness. After we come back from break. As Charlamagne the God always says. Yo, 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 yo. You do that? Yeah. Okay. They're like, good morning, USA. Yo, 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 I've never seen that show at the beginning of it. Yo, 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 yo. Anytime I seen them, like, even if I watched the actual episode, I wasn't coming, like, halfway through. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? You think Soulja Boy? Day? You think Soulja Boy figured out they were making fun of him in that one my episode? My brother, my, my kids love that part, huh? Do you think Soulja Boy ever figured out they were making fun of him in nah, that one episode? Uh, he probably did. I don't. Soulja Boy probably making fun of himself. Like uh, the, he wore that same that that Gucci rap is so stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way he was wearing it, I was like, what? Yeah, I don't think he's wearing that right. <laughs> yeah, he wore that thing for three days straight, and every day it was looking worse and worse. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sitting there watching. <laughs> it. I'm sitting there watching the episode like, no, they clearly making fun of you. Yeah, <sighs> that's my fucking flow. That shit was funny. Oh my mom, oh. <laughs> he stole my flow, man. That's that was getting me through the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, still the loan forgiveness, man. Uh, so when Biden was running, basically the only reason I voted for him, <laughs> what I was putting out in the beginning was. Um, they was gonna try to forgive fifty. Well, shit, he said that out of his mouth, like he's gonna make it happen. Fifty thousand a person. Um, what is it coming up to now? I don't know. Um, I cause the last time I heard, he said he wasn't gonna sign any uh, executive order to do it. So right now, but now I'm hearing that he's saying he might do it part of the stimulus package for the um, uh, COVID. So I have already thought it was in at one point nine. Um, basically ten thousand a student. Um. He also pr- pledged to push it back. He did that. He pushed it back another, I think it's at the end of the year when it comes back. For the next stimulus? Yeah. Well, not the stimulus. The uh, So, stimulus is different. But for student loan student loan forgiveness, uh, I think he pushed it back to the end of the year. Um, Push that shit up to right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? Here's the problem, though. 
You got you got the Senate, bro. You got you got the Congress. So why are they pushing it back? They're still collecting an interest on it. So interest is still growing on that. So I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a student loan and you can pay it, go ahead and pay it because you're still collecting interest on it. I have been paying student loans since the first class I took <laughs> in 2009. Well, yeah, I think that's the first class I took when I started taking out student loans. So, but I don't pay like I don't have to pay any money, but I do send them something. When I was broke, I used to send them fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah. And then as my pay got bigger, I started paying more. more. Um, as you do. And that's because I don't want to graduate and have to pay them fifteen hundred dollars a month. As you, yeah, that makes sense. But with student loans, black people, please know this. If you have student loans and you can't pay your student loans, don't avoid them. Call them and say, hey, hey I can't can pay my student loans. Yeah. They're going to say, well, what can you pay? And you say, whatever you can pay. And then they're going to adjust it to that. Yeah. Especially if you're in good standing. So. I know people that have been paying $5 a month. They crazy, but <laughs> <laughs> they um, their credit score is nice. Get it how you live. And their debt just keep going up. But student loan debt don't count like all the other debt. I don't know about that shit. But so, I mean, it don't. Um, it's still, I mean, they have to do it. And me, again, me and Pat was talking about this earlier. Um, they got to do it because you have a whole generation of people now who just aren't taking part in the economy, mm-hmm. at least not in ways that our, uh, the previous generations did. Yeah. And not only are they not taking part of it, and the, the result of that is... The the, at best they're just used to not taking part in the economy. Mm-hmm. At worst, they're petty and vindictive about not taking part in the economy because mm-hmm. of what happened. So, at some point, I don't think our time is going to be as big as previous generations mm-hmm. because our parents had our ki- had us so damn young. Um, we're going to be the ones to run the country. But is sixteen really young? We're gonna avoid that. Um, <laughs> so I step that one. Um, at a certain point, our generation is gonna be the ones running the country. So you're gonna have a group of people who just don't really, who don't really actually mess with the economy like that. That can't be healthy for a country. So here's the thing. Um, I think there was a problem at one point with the way that we did college. So. Our generation and the baby boomers was like, just go to college. Everybody went to college to get got a business degree, got an accounting degree, mm-hmm. or what was the degree everybody gets? It's business, accounting, marketing, um, communications. Like, people got degrees like that. Like, it didn't matter that you got a degree. I know people right now with communication degrees high up in places. Um... But then it came to, uh, especially when HBCUs started actually pushing out um, good graduates and shit, and then everything started getting competitive. Hmm. Um, now it comes to, oh, you got to have niche degrees. Yeah. Or you need to go to trade school. And they started requiring degrees for, like, jobs a drunk, mm. infant, a drunk monkey could do. Yeah. So, like, like, why do you need a bachelor's degree to work at Walmart? Well, I'm sorry. Why do you need an associate's degree to work at Walmart? 
And I think you need a bachelor's to be a manager. No, or that, some type of manager. That start and that started. But the problem, though, as I understand it, is that the people who write up positions, mm-hmm. like um, job ads, and the people who actually like manage the positions, mm-hmm. there's not a real good lot of communication between the two. Right. Like the person writing up position thinks, okay, well, you're gonna need this, that, and the third. Maybe because mm-hmm. the manager has that degree. But to actually just do the job, mm-hmm. you don't need to know all that stuff. Like, my first yeah. job was customer service out of, at Verizon. I did not need a degree for that job Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. But go ahead, you're saying. Let's say you need degrees to go talk to people and make them smile. If y'all can see my face right now, I'm agreeing with him, but if y'all can see that, <laughs> the face that's made this now. Like, yeah, why? But, yeah, I understand. Um, so w- what we have to do is is we're in the middle of needing to change the way that we view education yeah, and you, teach education. Right, because like I said, like you do not need to go to college. Unless you're trying to be like a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. Um, uh, I kind of feel like undergrad should be free. I can see that. I can definitely see that, especially since you're requiring that type of education for certain jobs. Yeah. Like this should, this should not be a case in a country, a free country, where I have to pay for something that's required. Mm-hmm. Like again, I like, I don't understand why I go to the DMV. I already pay taxes, right? And I gotta pay to get a new license if I need one. And then it should be applied degree. So your so your associates and and your um, bachelor should be applied, which is basically a mix between um, classroom education and trade school. Right. And also, so, certain things like again, outside of certain things like medicine, like you probably learn more if you actually work as an apprentice. Right. Like, right. think about how much. Okay, there's always a saying, like almost any job, like if you want to know like the new parts of the job, you might want to talk to a trainee, like mm-hmm. or somebody who just came out of training. If you've been on the job for a year or two, right? Because that trainer, that person who got trained on new policies, probably knows more than you because right. on policies because they just got it drilled into their skull. Right. But as far as practical application of everything, like you're probably better off learning it just by following around the person where does that job. Right. Right, so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with that with like medicine. I think medicine, you dealing with people's actual physical health, mm-hmm. physical health that was redundant as hell. No, physical health that actually yeah, works because you got mental health. Um, yeah, you need as much information as you can get from that. Yeah, and since you mentioned medicine, and um, so they they have apprentices for like Gucci Man and um, Jeezy, uh, that rolls their medicine up for them, two chains. You can roll their medicine up for them. It's about 50000 a year. Your ass, man. So. <laughs> you have me going for a second, too. <laughs> you have me going. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of things you just don't need to be in college for. Like, I went to college just to find out I wanted to do something that I didn't, I, I didn't even go to college mm-hmm. for. I went to college. I went to a bunch of colleges. Like, So I had a different thing. Like, I went to college. I got kicked out of college. One, two. I got kicked out of two HBCUs, an Ivy League college, and then went to a Bible college and dropped out of that before I started going to school for real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I, I just walked into it. I was like, "What? Did, I, 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 ain't, I ain't care what it was because I was doing music. I was making my music, doing music, and I was like, what degree is the degree that's going to make me a bunch of money? Yeah, and that's the only reason why I pick. I, I do what I do now. If I had to do over again, especially if I knew that football wasn't going to work out for me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go into college. I probably went right to Trident down the road. Uh, shout out to Trident. Um, 
picked up um like a two year whatever, or I'd have took up something like welding, like oh. how like my cousin said he was gonna do, or an electrician like um, it's my it's my cousin. I don't think he's an electrician. What the hell does he do? I know he does a trade, mm. but like I said, he lives a good life, owns his own home, has a good life with his family. I mean, he got hurt and got he got hurt and the workers comp was so much I guess because of his job mm-hmm. that he he doesn't even work anymore. Mm. Cause he was like, out, and what he was doing on the job wasn't even his job. It was something he was just helping somebody out when he got hurt. So I mean, that's um, yeah. I mean, you can do, you can have a good life without going to college. You can, you can have a good life without going to college, but you need some type of trade, some type of something to do. Yeah. Unless you go drive trucks, but well, you got to go to a school to drive trucks too. Cause think about it. who who are the doctors that get the most money. It isn't the guy you see in the emergency room. It sure won't be me. <laughs> Like medical doctors. The medical doctors make the most money. It ain't the guy that you see in the emergency room. It's a specialist you might have mm-hmm. to go to. That neurosurgeon is the guy that makes the money. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy who does the the, um, the oncologist. No, oncologist. I think that's the guy you see first. Uh, yeah, the oncologist is, I want to say, on everything. but <laughs> That's just internal well, yeah, medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the surgeons. It's the... The, um, the, specialty, specialties. the guys who do what no one else can do. That's it's the, guy the guys that, that well, your primary care Sorry, it's 2021. The people that you see that can't do what no one else can do. Mm. Those are the people. We should, it's 2021. We so God don't mean boys and girls anymore? It's 2021. I'm not trying to be sexist or get canceled. Um, so <laughs> the people you go to, are um, they can't do what anyone, no one else can do what they can do. Those are the people who make the money in, mm. in, in any field. Yeah, especially you. I remember somebody said that like if the Unless world is the field of WNBA or women's soccer. That's a different argument. <laughs> that's a different argument. I don't know about women's uh, soccer. We need to put that on the docket docket for one day. I don't know about women's soccer. I don't watch soccer in general enough to actually know. But WNBA, uh... they dominate and they make less money. WNBA are trendsetters. They make no money. How much does the WNBA generate though? WNBA is a WNBA is a subset of the NBA. What I'm saying is, I think players' payment is commiserate with how much the league itself generates, right? Okay, so check this out, though. If they have now, this is no interference in the NBA, right? But NBA teams fly jets. Mm-hmm. They private everywhere they go. Yeah. They have nice hotel rooms everywhere they go. Right. The WNBA okay. flies commercial ride buses. Uh, come on, NBA. They are in better. the motels. You can do better than NBA. They have to do that. That right there, you can do better. Change. Yeah, that right there, you can and do better. Even if they're not making enough money, like these are WNBA players, and these WNBA players make their money by going to play overseas. An NBA player. Goes overseas when they can't play in the NBA anymore. <laughs> NBA, you like, overseas? This is crazy. Yeah, you overseas in the NBA. <laughs> you play NBA, you overseas, man. Like, what the hell happened? Like, Brittany Griner, after she finishes her three months that they play in uh, uh, America every year, she goes overseas and she makes some millions of dollars. Oh, that's why I saw that thing. I was like, when the hell she stopped playing overseas? Because it was like, man, with the, um, you would have to. I'd have to see how much money the WNBA, the WNBA generates to talk about how much how much they should make. But NBA teams, you can at least you know put them Treat on private right. jets. Yeah, put them Golly, put them in a nice hotel. These are women, um, and I think I think the team should sacrifice more. I think because I think an NBA team has at least have like what well, at least two jets, right? I think they got one. I think it's just one jet. 
Oh, like, you know what? Depends on how rich the team is. Yeah, each team should. I think each team has one jet. Yeah, I mean, cause think about. It, I don't think the owner. But if, yeah, those jets ain't doing nothing for those three months. Well, I'm saying if the owner is flying on his own, he's probably not flying with like on that team jet. Because mm-hmm. a team jet, if you look at a team jet, is it looks just like a commercial jet, just nicer and you know more room because it's mm-hmm. not that many people on the team on the flight. But I'm pretty sure like the owner has his own private jet. Maybe mm-hmm. they're billionaires. They probably got two each. Yeah, how much, pro- is, how much is the G6 again? <laughs> they probably <laughs> juveniles out there. Yeah. I got a a yellow Boeing, yellow Boeing, yellow Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no other airplane. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. All I know is Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> I have an airplane friend. He should come. That um, would have made that joke better. Yeah, right. Um, but student loans, though, for real. Um, I think you got, yeah, you got to forgive it because, again, you gotta. How much though? I think you give everything. <sighs> like if you give everything and you reimburse people for what they've already paid back, unless unless it's a specialist degree, after grad degree. Mm-hmm. Now, if you decide to go to med school on your own, that's on you. I think anything above a bachelor's degree, you have to pay. Yeah, because again, and I was talking again with the little Pat. People got to realize economic. There's no such thing as trickle down economics, but there's that climb up though. If there's no money in the bottom rungs of the, I mean, the economy, any economy is basically a pyramid. It's a pyramid. Yeah, they got they got everybody fucked up right now because they keep saying trickle down economics, and that's not a thing. It, it's um, never worked. If you give money, you you see it now. Like during during COVID, um, they gave billionaires a whole bunch of money, like two point three trillion dollars. And out of that two point three trillion dollars, a couple of it was a couple of billion that went to people. Yeah. Everything else went to, they say, the PPP loan scheme, but we found out that it was the billionaires um, that was getting that, and then every time somebody got found out, they gave the money back. Yeah. And then, but on the back end of it, you see every single one of those billionaires and every single one of those high-dollar millionaires made money. While the economy overall went down, so that means that all the money went to two, three hundred people, a couple of thousand people. Because you got to put money on that lowest level. If yeah. there's no money in the streets, money in the streets always gets it always rises mm-hmm. back up to the top. It's it's uh, it's our economy. It's not exactly it's our economy, so the money is going to stay within right. it. But I mean, it, what's going to cause the economy to collapse is the people at the people at the bottom rung. Don't have anything. But you know what they got They got them doing? They got them fighting each other. I said that, too. <laughs> I said that on Dr. King's birthday. And I said it on uh, one of the episodes, too, and, um, mm-hmm. after that. It was like, if people, if those people heard his later messages, as opposed to the messages that everyone keeps kind of promoting, mm-hmm. they realized that he actually was speaking more to their issues than not. The two people that got the most fucked up in this world right now is Dr. Martin Luther King and Bob Marley. I agree. Cause they the words that they was actually saying, yeah, it's nothing like we listen to them now. They got them fucked up. In twenty years, Tupac gonna be. They're only gonna be talking about Brenda had a baby with Tupac. All that shit. That they ain't gonna never mention. These kids in twenty cops. years are gonna be so surprised by hit them up. <laughs> well, well, for twenty years yeah, now, I'll be fifty five. Mm-hmm. Once, like, once everybody dies off that no Tupac, we go stop hearing about all this other shit. We only gonna hear about how much you love the government and how Brenda had a baby. 
Grandpa, Grand, Grandpa Strong, Grandpa Tez. What's this song? Hit him up by Tupac. Oh, don't play that song, grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Do not play that one. It's sweet. Big money. Think about it. As soon as you played it, I heard that. I ain't got no motherfucking friends. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right, we're going to take a break and be right back. Hey, y'all. This is Kelly. And this is Amy. And this is our podcast, In Your Shoes. Recording out of Lynx Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. Need advice on love, parenting, money, success, or anything else life has thrown your way? We are your girls. You ask, we tell, and we give it to you straight. Visit our Facebook page, In Your Shoes, the podcast, to ask your questions. If you want to remain anonymous, submit your questions in Messenger. Find us on iTunes, at Distraction Network, or any place you can download your podcast for free. That's In Your Shoes, the podcast. I-N-Y-O, parentheses, U-R, parentheses, dash, the podcast on Facebook and Messenger. I forgot the word shoes. Shit. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Okay. Okay, so we back. (laughs) All right, so last thing I want to talk to y'all about is some, some black positivity that I saw. Um, last night, so um, in my household, because I do so much on Saturday nights, yeah, we switch off. So one Saturday night would be um, movie night. That's family night, and then morning. the other Saturday night is date night oh. with me and my wife, <clears throat> giggity. <laughs> so um, for date night last night, um, after we all finished eating ice cream off her body. I know I didn't think you were gonna go to that fast. <laughs> I was prepared to stop you this time, <laughs> but you 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 got to pretty fast this time. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah, I meant to go there first. Um, as long as you keep your head in the sky, <laughs> I'm optimistic. We watched a movie called uh, One Night in Miami. Is it One Night in Miami? Yeah. And I was missed. I thought it was going to be a theatrical release. Then I thought it was mm-hmm. a Netflix release. I didn't know it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So we watched it on Amazon Prime. It was the first movie I watched on Amazon Prime. Shout out um, to Amazon Prime. If you watch, right. you like TV shows, Amazon Prime is the place to be. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till they open their porn division. I'm surprised there isn't a, porn, a streaming porn service. Somebody like, need to. I mean, get I, on I it. thought Pornhub would be the one to first thought that. Yeah. Um, you watch, like, you know, go into your app on your phone, yeah. and you see brother and sister. Um, Netflix should branch off and have a pet flits. Stop that, America, please. <laughs> brother, like the brother sister porn, please stop that. It's step brothers and sisters. Though, no, that means you have like straight up, oh, brother and sister, uh, smash. I, mean, I don't know. And, and, but she clearly says, "You're my step brother, so I'm gonna suck you off." Like, what the, like, <laughs> That's like one of the most depressing things about this country is like apparently half the country wants to smash his own siblings relatives. So I think I think now I'm gonna go put on my fake psychologist hat. And first of all, I want to say I have no desire. I I don't condone. Oh yeah, I I disagree with this wholeheartedly. However, you gotta. I think porn is always engineered towards kids. And when kids first start learning about stuff, especially the rural areas where they don't 
know nobody but their cousins and family members and shit like that. Now remember, we that are not might a, be. Remember, we are not experts, and our opinions are not to be taken seriously. <laughs> that might be where it goes to, because a lot of people do that. Like I just think people nasty. I don't think a lot of people do that, but evidently, because the clicks on porn, that's a lot of people. That just wants to smash. That wants to smash the cut. Like me myself personally, when I watch porn, I don't read the titles. You know he shouldn't read porn titles because porn titles ain't even titles. <laughs> this is descriptions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't read none of that. I um, I make sure I make sure that that the penis is where it's supposed to be, is, <laughs> and make sure that the vagina is where it's supposed that to be. That's the funniest thing about porn nowadays. Like <laughs> it's always like the titles are always descriptions, and you look at the description, there's nothing there. Yeah. Man, one night in Miami, how do we get onto this, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one night in Paris, one night in China, one night in Miami. <laughs> we said they're talking about porn, which I invented. <laughs> All right, so so we did, we watched, oh yeah, we was talking about me licking ice cream off my wife. That's how we started going there. You went back there, too. Um, But we watched One Night in Miami. And I thought it was going to be like a, a action film movie with a bunch of people partying and shit like that. Yeah. And, um... I should have known better with Malcolm X in it. So <laughs> that was you expecting. <laughs> I should have known better. Man, this movie disappointed as hell. I'm like really? So, <laughs> so it, it turned out to be a really good movie and very inspirational. Because, I might go home and home act direct after this and watch yeah. it actually, since I know it's on Amazon Prime now. Because the the two people it's betray- the four people it's portraying is Malcolm X. Um, probably a year or two before that got killed. Really? Because if him and, him and Muhammad Ali are still friends in this, that had to be like a while. Um, well, how, how, how long, long after was Muhammad became champ? Uh, no, it's not that he was champ for what? I think it was. Th- I think the the timeline has to be how long between Malcolm's fracture with the nation. Yeah, so it's it's like at that time, the fracture with the, with the nation. So he had like five or six more years, right? I don't know, because remember Muhammad sided with the nation, right? Cause remember in um in Ali he told Malcolm when Malcolm tried to cause remember like they were they were friends outside of just being Muslims they mm-hmm. were friends and when Malcolm went to go talk to him when they were in Africa he straight up told Malcolm he shouldn't accord with um with the the minister the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Muhammad yeah and he walked away from him so yeah so so he's playing back fight so this this goes to basically that night the night where um Cassius Clay. Because he was Cash Clay that night. So he's still Clay? Okay. Yeah. When he won the um, championship from well, Liston. Liston. Yeah. Um, no, he's already Muhammad. Because I remember that was a big thing. No. I, I had read that too. I had read he won it. And it was like that week he changed over to Muhammad Ali. Because okay. he, he won the title as Cassius Clay. And immediately went to Muhammad Ali. Well, Cassius S. You know, Cash is one of those names on my short list, and like, if my, if I don't name my first two sons after me and my own father, mm-hmm. Cash is one of those names on the short list. You should list. read about. I don't know if it's his daddy or his granddaddy, but yeah. one of them was like, that's a dollar per bottom, and he did some very prominent stuff in life that I ain't gonna get into because we're talking about, we done got off subject too much already. Gotcha. Um, but but I, um, I, I need to see this movie. So um, it's the night that he wanted. Um, Sam Cooke came down. Um, Malcolm X came to watch him, and Jim Brown. Jim Brown came to see him. So I never. It started out really, really, really good because it shows 
each one of them have a tribulation happen to them. And then it, Whoa, then blacking. it goes to that night. They're black in 1960s America. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> during that night, like basically you see everything's cooking towards like prominent things in their life. Like everything's cooking about Malcolm X, his separation from the nation of Islam, and the things that led him eventually to his death. Um, it talks about Muhammad and his night and how he went to be being a Muslim and how him and Malcolm was friends yeah. more than they were Muslim brothers. Right. It talks about Sam Cooke and how he switched over from being a um, a pop singer to a soul singer and start singing things that, that actually made sense and Side note. And adopted to the movement. Side note, my old man, he's probably who's probably. I was born. You know me. I'm not really an emotional guy, right? Mm-hmm. My old man, he's a little bit more. He's not. He, he's probably less emotional than me, but he's explosively emotional, mm-hmm. right? Like when he gets emotional, it's like he goes from zero to two million. Like he kind of busting up. Like I don't know why we're talking about my father busting up. Apparently, but okay. Um... <laughs> My old man, though, he says that moment, it deals with this, so we're off topic. Yeah. He said that moment in Malcolm X, right before he dies, and they're playing mm-hmm. uh, Chains Gonna Come, and he does, I think they're doing the uh, Spike Lee float thing. Mm-hmm. He said, that's the only, like, he, he actually openly admitted to me that that actually makes him choke up sometimes. I was like, yeah. That song makes me choke up. That's a sad-ass song. <sighs> it's like a triumph song, but it's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, juxtap- juxtaposition is like just... Triumph, but just a sorrow in that triumph, though. Mm-hmm. But okay, let's have to say that part. So, <laughs> it also talks about um, Jim Brown and why he quit football and went to acting. But, acting, but it's all in a friendly conversation that happens over one night in Miami, and it's, it has to, enough action in it to keep you uh, interested in it. It has enough conversation in it. It has conversation in it too. It's gonna stimulate your mind. Yeah. People like you and me will enjoy it. Um, people that don't know much about history, they will enjoy it. And I think the memoirs it comes from is Jim Brown's memoirs. Yeah, that's because the- I think he was the only. Because you know, um, even though Malcolm X wrote his autobiography, hmm. I think his autobiography didn't talk about that night. See, and the thing that surprises me about this is while I know all four men were for the culture, so right. to speak. I didn't really know they were like I knew Malcolm and Muhammad were friends. Right. I I didn't know about Jim Brown. I knew Jim Brown. I knew Jim Brown supported Muhammad when he um took a stance from away from um, the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he did a summit. Was him Jim Brown? It's Jim Brown, Muhammad, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. and I think uh, brother from the Celtics, Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that picture. I, if I'm leaving anybody out, I'm sorry. I just remember the picture. I remember them four being prominently in the picture, but I didn't know they were all four down with each other like that though. Yeah, so the way they said it, they was like, um, all three of them, all four of those people were actual, actual friends. Before we go and any further, shout out to Regina King. Oh yeah, she. I ain't even know until the Hall? end. I didn't know. This, King, she, this King. is King, right? Yeah. King. Okay. Who's Regina Hall? Um, she was in. What was she in? She was in the scary first of scary movies. Well, she was acting all the scary movies. Oh like yeah, that. she's the funny girl. Yeah, I just I just know the name Regina. Since I get them mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, but shout out to Regina King for this movie though. Mm-hmm. Virginia King Friday, and if I hear, I mean, from what I'm hearing about this movie, I mean, apparently she has a talent for direct. I didn't. This would be the first movie I ever watched with her, knowing and, that she directed and it. And she's good at driving Cadillacs. 
Well, I mean, it's a Cadillac. I mean, it's not very Have you seen commercial? Yeah, but this Cadillac's not difficult to drive. A, <laughs> be looking good at the driving Cadillac's Cadillac. got that new the speaker spotted here. I want one. So I've always wanted EC. So as many cars as I, I, I can afford and I could buy, I've never just went out and bought a car until I bought my Silverado. But the EVS has always been my dream car. I've already had a Cadillac in my life, so I already fulfilled that dream. But I mean, Me too. If I, ever, if I give it back into financing the car, because I was, like in the last few months I've actually like, now owned my car, paid it off. Yeah. But, um... Like, yeah! But, yeah, um, Cadillac's my... I'm gonna Cadillac because my old man. Yeah. So... Um, so that's my old man. And my mother. Yeah. Okay, so he's the king of shout-outs. We gonna save all your shout-outs at the end. Oh, you, need, you need to do this like the award show. Oh, oh can I, I need to give a shout-out. Yeah, well, I feel like we just shut him out when my mind's <laughs> thinking about it, but... But, yeah, um, it's, um... But yeah, it was a, it was a very good movie. I think that if you get chance, if you get a chance, and you have Amazon Prime, go ahead and watch that. Yeah, I'm, yeah I might. If I don't watch it, I'm definitely watching it tomorrow night. Right. So, um, but man, I just the thought I, I did not know they were all friends like that. Yeah, and it's it's a beautiful story, and, it, and again, it's about one night, and it's a beautiful story. It's something. So, anything you want to talk about? Uh, I was born. Stop, man, for real. I'm thinking about the song now. <laughs> <laughs> that song just get to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that would, would that be the greatest song of all time? I I think I think yeah. We need to talk about that. I think the greatest song of all time. <sighs> That'll be a freestyle Friday, but what we don't this? do those anymore. We can just on discussion discuss music. We could discuss music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that has to be the shortest greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. I gotta think about that one though, man. Because <sighs> that song it does everything a song's supposed to do well, like great at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we gotta talk about that one. Change is gonna come. Either that or Susie's got your number. Susie ain't your friend. Guess who's got you under seven inches in? Blood is on the dance floor. Blood is you know on what? the knife. Susie's got your number. What's up? Did we mention that? I think yeah, the first conversation we ever had on this. That's when I said. Shit like that is why I don't believe Michael Jackson did what he did, but I believe R. Kelly did it. <laughs> because I remember I said what I said. I said Michael Jackson, why everybody called like he's all child like innocent. All of his music is very fuck. His music is very like gritty. Mm-hmm. Like up after um after what's the um the subject off the wall. Mm-hmm. All his even off the wall. Off the wall had a lot of like adult themes, but all of his music was like violent. Or mm-hmm. talking about getting ass. Whereas like. R. Kelly sound like he's trying to smash a little girl. Yeah. Uh, My mind's telling me no. I'm in the corner. Hey, go with that thought, Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> but my body's... No. <laughs> my body's telling me yes. God damn it, Robert. <laughs> so bring that body here, baby. Seems like you're ready. Seems like she's ready. Seems like you're ready. Like she didn't say. Hey girl, I, I, I know you don't understand this because you're too young. She didn't but say. I, I want to put my key <laughs> in your admission. Metaphors. He got to use metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about this after one night in Miami? <laughs> he had to use metaphors. He was coming on too strong for a young ears. Oh man. <laughs> you talk about you talk about the sirens start going off. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to get R. Kelly. <laughs> like, seems like she's ready. Or, or I mean, she didn't seems say I am ready. Like you're ready. 
Uh, she didn't say I am ready and also 18. <laughs> and, and that is creepy. And that is creepy for somebody to be coming up behind you. Seems like you're ready. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> he was doing that. But you know what's messed up, though? What? He also has a song that has to be on a short list of greatest songs ever. I-, I believe I can fly. Yeah. I used to think that I could not go on. I'm trying to hear if there's anything in there, but no. And life is nothing but a something. Awful song. Awful song. And again, I was telling Pat this. And now I know. I don't know. I, I ain't heard it in so long. I was telling Pat this, man. I think I'm talking Pat. Though. Angel was with Celine somebody. Dion. You could probably talk about a little girl when I want to. I was talking. Like, when we said that game, we said this earlier on that, in that first episode I was ever on. It was like, if you're going to boycott this man's music, you can pretty much not listen to music anymore. Yeah. You have the. And I still, I only listen, I don't listen to his stuff no more. Um, I believe I Could Fly was probably like the number one song for a long time for me. This man um, sang about Gotham City and made it a viable song. Gotham City. Damn you, Robert. He Jackson. also is in the record book for saying negative most songs, most times in the song. With rappers out here. All these rappers out here, he said nigga more than any one of them in one song. I don't believe that. That's the one where he was talking about, um, oh, I wish that I could hold you now. I wish that I could touch you now. And you were saying nigga in that song? I, I wish, wish that I can be with you. Yeah, it's the remix that I wish. I gotta listen to all Kelly's songs yeah. now. Shit. He was like, nigga, 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 nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> it was like R. Kelly featuring, uh, what's that dude's name? Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> no relation. But yeah, he's um yeah, I only listen I don't listen to him, but I only talk about him in jokes now. Yeah. Cause it's just we could laugh. Um, especially because it's uh hurts to laugh. Yeah. That's the way we do it these days. Um so what's you yeah. supposed to say to all the women that he raped? Um I'm not gonna step in that landmine. I uh, I feel like since we laughed about R. Kelly, we should say something in support to all the women that he raped. Uh, y'all. Uh, um, we was- we support you and we believe you. We do believe you. Um, and this is a very hard thing to talk about. So, <clears throat> he is nasty as hell, uh, and he should go to jail <laughs> for what he's done. This has been a discussion on the Distraction Network. This discussion was recorded at Lynch Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. You can find this show on Google Play, iTunes, or anywhere where podcasts are available absolutely free. Do not forget to like or subscribe on any one of those platforms. Leave a comment, or you can email us at discussions at distractionnetwork.com. To better follow us, Check out our websites at www.distractionnetwork.com where you can follow all the links to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Until next time, take care. Be safe. Holla! I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright, cause I'm on the grind.